Welcome to the Bookkeeper's Voice, an informative and entertaining podcast for bookkeepers who love small business. Each week, Amy Hook explores new ideas and shares real-life stories along with inspiring guests from both inside and outside the bookkeeping industry. Every episode will leave you with a fresh perspective along with industry-specific tips and insights to help your business and your clients' businesses thrive. Good morning, everyone. Welcome to another episode of The Bookkeeper's Voice. Thank you for joining us today. My name is Angie, and I'm once again joined by the Savvy Bookkeeper's amazing practice manager, Maya. Hi, Maya. Hey. So, Maya, over the last couple weeks, we have been going through and chatting about all things digital organization and cloud management. And I think we've come off a little bit of like nerds <laughs> in regards to this topic. Um, but it's actually really fun once you get to have a really nice organization plan for a business. Yeah. Yeah. And it just makes Nothing things wrong easier. With being a nerd about organization. Yeah. And it makes, it makes things life easier. easier. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. So much easier. So. To end off our organization series, I thought we needed to mention kind of the elephant in the room. Mm-hmm. Um, and that is email inbox management, which is a major problem for basically any business, but especially bookkeepers because, well, okay, first let me ask some questions to our listeners. And then I'll wonder if everyone can kind of work out why this is such a big problem for bookkeepers. How, mu- how much time do you guys spend managing your emails every day? Do you sometimes keep clicking into your inbox every five minutes? Do you make your email your first priority rather than getting things done? Are there days where you spend more time in your inbox rather than doing your actual client work or working on your business? And I'd like to add one there. Okay. Do you ever start your day knowing what you need to get done, check your emails, and then your whole day goes off the rails and you don't get anything done that you'd plan to get done that morning? That's a great question. (laughs) That's a great question. And I know that happens to a lot of us. As bookkeepers, our inboxes have become overflowing mountains of irritation and stress. (laughs) (laughs) So I actually wrote that sentence down because I thought of it when I was planning this episode and I was like, oh, I need to remember that. So We have a very interesting way of needing to look at emails. As bookkeepers, we need emails to run our businesses and to manage our client work. That means that sometimes if our clients are being a bit needy for whatever reason, we can get sucked in and then that's our days. So instead of with email, instead of it helping us to be more productive, it can actually suck us in and like you mentioned with your question, increase the feeling of overwhelm because you actually get nothing else done and it ruins what you were planning for the day. But at the end of the day, we have to remember our emails are just tools to get the tasks done that we need to do it's a tool for us to be productive. We are not slaves to that tool. So this is an ongoing issue. And it's something that we, both of us struggle with on a daily basis. We are not Just saying- like everybody else. Yeah, we are not saying by any means, guys, that we are perfect at emails. I think managing emails is an ongoing process and everyone has good days and everyone has bad days. <laughs> And everyone has that day sometimes when they come to work, they look at their email and there's one email that might take four hours Mm. out of your day, which definitely does happen to us sometimes. Yep. Yep. So you need to realize that, yes, that does happen. 
but it shouldn't happen on a daily basis or a weekly basis. It should be like maybe once a week or once a month or something. You know, another thing that happens. Oh, what else? When you're waiting on information for feedback from multiple different clients for ages, and then they all contact you at the same time. Mm, Oh, that's so annoying. That happens all the time. (laughs) Yeah. You won't have heard from some people for weeks or months even. And then all of a sudden, everybody just decides it's time to finally get back to you. And you're suddenly swamped with all this information. And for bookkeepers, it's usually like end of month, end of quarter, bass or end of year where everyone all of a sudden remembers that they need a bookkeeper again. (laughs) And it all happens at once and they don't realize that over half of your clients do that same thing that they're doing and the tasks that they're asking actually can't be done within like two minutes. They're actually like hour long tasks. Um, So, you know, email is an ongoing issue, but again, we have to remember that it's a tool to help us run our business. It doesn't run our business. We run our business. So what I did today is I kind of wrote how we can find a solution to our emails. And um, we've, I've also done a list of some tricks for managing your email inbox that we do at the Savvy Bookkeeper and off the hook. So first and foremost, let's just get it out there. By getting your email under control, you can increase your productivity and decrease your feeling of stress and overwhelm while increasing your customer satisfaction. That sounds like a very intense word with a lot of productivity, increasing, decreasing, stress, overwhelm. Oh my gosh, I'm feeling overwhelmed with the concept of it. <laughs> this <laughs> did you like makes that? me overwhelmed. <laughs> yeah, well, because to be honest, email inboxes actually cause a lot of stress for a lot of us. Like everyone perfectionists. Yes, I'm one of those people. I like having a zero inbox. I like having no emails in my inbox. I will have some in my start, but I like having a zero inbox. So some days when I come to work and I have over a hundred emails in my Mm. inbox, that causes a bit of stress, (laughs) you know? Or if you're one of those people who have something like a thousand emails in your inbox, Mm. which just just hindsight guys, don't do that. (laughs) Just don't do that. If you are one of those people, you look at your inbox and it's just an ongoing, growing issue that is basically the same as if you were to have an ongoing stack of paper that just never goes down on your desk. It just increases, it doesn't decrease. And so it's this ongoing stress that you see every day. Thankfully, there are some tricks that can be done to make you more efficient in dealing with your emails while also helping you change your mindset. Because again, if you're going on every couple minutes to check your email, you need a mindset change as well, letting you know that if you don't reply back to someone within two minutes of them replying to you, that's okay. It's really okay, guys. They're not expecting you to get back to you right away. And if they are, then maybe they need to change their priorities as well because you they aren't your only client. They need a wake-up call. But by incorporating processes and routines, you can help stay organized and avoid the unnecessary amount of time wasting because emails can be just like social media and they can suck you in and then hours will go by and you don't know what happened with your day. And also frustration. How often do you can you not find that one email you're looking for that's really important and you know you have it, but you can't find it anymore? <laughs> Happens all the time. So we are going to go through today our 11 tricks to managing your bookkeeping inbox. The first one is reframe the way you think about the inbox. Like I said earlier, it's a tool, not your manager. 
for most of us bookkeepers, we went into becoming bookkeepers and business owners so we could be our own boss. Start thinking of your email as your messaging service. So kind of like a secretary. You will never be able to keep the valued no email in your inbox. You run a business. So like I said, I'm one of those people who like having zero emails. It basically never happens because we have a business and people always need something. That's okay. <laughs> like Maya with you and your email box because you deal with us as a team, the savvy team. You deal with off the hook clients. You deal with savvy clients. Do you ever actually get to the no email notification very often? Not very often, but yes, you do. It's always exciting. <laughs> yeah, when I do, it's always exciting. Yesterday, I got the savvy. Yeah. Because I don't just have one email. I have yes, two emails. Same. I, I do the savvy at the savvybookkeeper.com.au. And I also have Maya at the savvybookkeeper.com.au. And my, my one, never, never. Yeah. Uh, but the savvy one. Sometimes. Sometimes. And yesterday I got it down to one or two, which was amazing. <gasps> That's exciting. Yeah. Yeah. So it's one of those things that we need and to And then I got three change. more emails. Yeah. Like, I'm stopping for the day. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's one of those things. And you have to stop thinking that every email that comes in needs to be replied right away. If you think about, you know, an actual messaging service, it is there to leave the messages there and then action when you can not action as soon as you get it because then it stops your flow and you don't get anything done basically so that's tip number one is reframe the way that you think about your inbox you are its manager and it's just a tool to help you run your business number two process your email once or twice a day so this is all about setting time blocking, which you and I love doing. Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, again, our time blocking between the two of us, it is constantly evolving and changing um, to suit our needs and the client's needs as much as possible. But we still do time blocking, you and I, um, and Amy, and like everyone in the team, basically. <laughs> um, but set your time blocks to check your email and stick to them, which is really important. And then also with the time blocking, which we really go into in our priorities masterclass is we talk about setting time limits as well. So let's say you start your day and typically my day is I do an hour worth of emails every single day. I come in so I can reply to urgent emails and then I go about my day but I basically try and keep it only for that hour so that I can still do other things. So if I don't get something done in the hour, the first hour, then I'll do it in my last hour of work. If that makes sense for you guys. So, so. yeah. So my time block is my email time is from nine till 10. I don't know if anyone's noticed if you've ever tried to book in with me, that's why you can't book in with me is because my email time is from nine till 10 to make sure I can do that. It's my time set. I have one hour to do my emails and then I stop and I move on. You have something similar to where you check your emails only once in a while. You even do, um, you go one further and only check our chats once in a while, don't you? Sometimes. Yes, depending Sometimes. on how annoying we are that day. Yeah, depending on whether I guess the thing that I'm doing is really interesting or not, and whether I want <laughs> Yes. <laughs> um, so yeah, for me, it really varies from day to day. I, I would. So what what we say? In, I mean, I would recommend if you can mm -hmm. to only check your email once a day, mm -hmm. and to do it later in the day, mm. not first thing. Yes, if you so, do it first thing in the morning, then that thing happens that I was talking about before. Yes. 
which is where you have all the stuff that you know you have to do. And then you check your emails and you find out that there's this other stuff. And then you do that instead. And you didn't do the mm-hmm. stuff that you were supposed to do. So if you check your email later in the day, it means that you can spend, you know, mm-hmm. four hours or more doing the top priority stuff before yes. you start going off on a different track. However, the urge to check your email first thing in the morning is real. It's very strong. <laughs> it's, it's like there. an addiction. It's like for those people who drink coffee, you need to have your coffee in the morning. Sometimes you need to check that email. <laughs> yeah. So in an ideal world, we would check our email once a day, like straight after lunch. Uh, I check my email first thing in the morning. <laughs> it's the first thing that I do when I start. And sometimes that's fine if there are very few emails or nothing that needs to be actioned straight away. And sometimes it ruins my day. Yes. So, which is when you sit down and go, oh, I shouldn't check this until lunch. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. So, I have got into a habit of checking my email first thing in the morning. But sometimes, I mean, my justification for it is that sometimes there are urgent things in my emails. Yeah. Um, like invoicing issues or tech issues where tech people issues, can't yeah, sign people into their are, membership exactly, or, exactly and that, that needs to be actioned. Yeah. And that's all my stuff that I do. So if there is that kind of thing, then I have to deal with that as soon as possible. Um, but there has to be some kind of line that you draw between what is an urgent response email mm-hmm. and what is not. And if it's not, then it doesn't you need to done. not do it. Yeah. And that's why I have, I really use um, in Gmail, you have like a star system where for me, because I deal so much with clients and, um, you know, checking clients' homework, checking in to see how everyone's doing. I, a lot of what I do is actually emailing you guys, our listeners, and helping you. So I do do that priority where I check my email at nine o'clock, but then I really do a limit of actually actioning my email box until 10, and then I go and do my follow-ups. So my emails and my follow-ups sometimes can tend to merge into one, But I only actually reply to emails from the day before until 10. And then I just go into what I was planning on doing uh, after 10, because I know if I don't, then I'm not going to get my follow-ups done. And then I'm not going to get my work done, which, you know, you have to, if you do, I think the rule should be, if you do have your time block to check your emails at, in the morning, you have to have a time limit. Um, Mm -hmm. And sometimes on days that I know are going to be really, really big days, I actually put an alarm on my phone so that it goes off. I have a really annoying alarm, um, which really aggravates me. And that's my alarm to say, okay, stop, because you have too much on today (laughs) to keep going. Um, Because you know, sometimes my follow-ups alone can take five hours. If I let my emails go over the hour, then like you said, I'm not going to get anything done. Mm -hmm. So yeah, in our priorities masterclass, we said that, you know, the best time is to do it after lunch. That way you get a good chunk of your day being super productive. You have a break, you can stop, go away be nice and relaxed and then check your email and then action anything later in the afternoon. And if you don't have lunch, you don't have to check your emails. Well, yeah, but they should be having lunch. (laughs) (laughs) Don't tell them that. (laughs) That was a joke. Um... (laughs) No, no, we have lunch. (laughs) I think, yeah, if you can just check it once a day, check Mm. it once a day in the afternoon. Otherwise, I think the best way is to have a time limit on it, on time limit on it in the morning, and um, set some kind of 
priority ranking for the types Mm. of emails that you do need to like you'll know what kinds of emails you get regularly and some of them will be things that you do actually have to respond to straight away or take some action on straight away and some of them won't yeah if you predetermine what those categories are then you can just action the most important ones first thing in the morning and mm-hmm. then in the afternoon, after you've gotten the bulk of your important stuff done for the day, you can go back and deal with the lower priority emails. Yeah. And that's, to be honest, that's typically what I do because there are some emails that I get that I don't need to action right away. Yeah. So those ones usually get no stars. The ones that are super urgent get the, in Google, you have a, um, in Gmail, you have like a red exclamation mark. Yep. They get those. (laughs) And then in between get just the yellow star. Mm. And so by the end of the day, my goal is always to have anything that has a star or an exclamation mark done. And then if I don't get the other ones done, then they'd go into a star for the next day. Yep. Yeah. I think that's how I do it as well. I don't really use the stars, but I'll leave it unread. I'm visual. (laughs) I'm a visual person. I leave it. I leave it unread if I know it's something that I haven't yes. responded to. Um, so in the morning, I'll do the most important ones. And then I don't actually do it straight after lunch. I do it after I've finished the bulk of my work for the day. So mm-hmm. it's, which is usually about an hour after I come back from lunch. And then yeah. I'll go back in and I'll do all the rest of the emails that I can do at that point in time, if they're important. If they're not even that important, then I'll leave it for them for some other time. Yeah, no. And number three, the tip number three is actually really important. And this is, I do this every single morning. It's the first thing I do in my email box, deleting. We all have emails that we never need to read. We never need to open. They're not so much junk mail, but they're just emails you don't need to open and waste time on. So first thing in the morning or first thing in your time block after lunch, whenever you do it, go through and delete things that you don't need to have in your inbox. Don't waste space. It's the same concept of if you have a desk full of paper, throw out all the paper that you don't need. It's Or at least (laughs) if it's something from a client that you may need. File it. Archive it or put it in a Mm. folder, which I think we're going to talk about later. Yes, we are. Yeah. So you don't have to delete it, but get it out of your inbox. At least. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, do it first. Mm. Do it the first thing, because then sometimes, you know, we, we use HubSpot as our CRM. And so sometimes I come into the office and I have 30 reminders in HubSpot, <laughs> which they don't need to be answered. They need to remind me of things for that day but they don't need to be opened. They don't need to be answered. So first thing I do is I delete them because they've done their job. They've reminded me and now they can go away. (laughs) We get a lot of emails from different software that we use. Yes. Notifying us like a couple of them send us a weekly report or sometimes even a daily report. And honestly, some of them I've, I've turned off as many as I can. Some of them, I can't figure out how to turn it off. So that's the first thing that gets deleted. Anything that you can, like, if you're not going to look at it straight away and the report itself can be found in the software, if you do need to look at it, email gets deleted, not archived, deleted. If you can access the same information from somewhere else that's more relevant than your inbox, delete agreed straight away agreed. Every, every morning I have at least like 10 emails that I just yeah. delete because I can't figure out how to turn it off I know it's so frustrating I hate it when they do that but after you delete it as well your inbox always looks so much more manageable which is why I said earlier if you're one of the people that have like a thousand two thousand emails in your inbox if you actually just went through and let's face it if you have that many half of them probably did be deleted. (laughs) Let's face it, guys. Um, But if you actually clear out, 
archive and file, it helps your anxiety and stress levels for Hmm. your days when you start work and look at your inbox. On the flip side of that, if you have got 2000 emails in your inbox, the idea of tackling that can be more stressful than just having it and dealing with it. So uh, don't think of it as one huge mega task that needs to be tackled and is super overwhelming. Just set aside 10 minutes a day Mm -hmm. to do as much as you can Mm -hmm. on your backlog of emails and, and that's it. Eventually you'll get there. Yeah. Which leads me into our next trick, which (laughs) is use the one minute rule. Now my partner uses this every single day because he gets about two to 300 emails a day. Yeah. It's ridiculous. So he does email management really intensely because it would just get out of control very quickly. So he does the one minute rule, which is read only the emails that are relevant to your day. And then if you can action them within one minute, do it right away. So what that means is basically if you go in, read an email that you know is going to be important for today and you know it's something as simple as sending an invoice or replying back to them. Anything that can be done within like that one minute mark, do it before you go on to the next email. So then it's out of your email inbox. You don't have to worry about it later on and then you can move on with your day. If it takes more than a minute, that's when you might need to mark it as unread again. So you can action it later like Maya does. Or with me, use your star system and go, okay, well, this is not urgent. So I'm just going to leave it or it's kind of urgent. Do the star or it's really urgent. I need to do this right away and then do the exclamation mark. If you can't action it within that one minute, leave it for later because right now you're just checking your emails. If you can, awesome, get rid of it, action it. It saves a lot of time. Typically, my thing is if you can do it on your phone, it's a one minute email. Mm. Yeah, that's usually my my thing. If you can easily action it right on your phone, that's a one minute email that you can do right away. The next one is one that we've already mentioned a little bit is organize your inbox with labels, folders and categories and set up inbox rules and filters so that they can automatically go into those folders so you can check them when you need to check them. Hmm. Now, do you do much of this? No. I do with my personal emails. Yeah, I I was going to say, I'm pretty sure you do it with your personal. Yeah. Yeah, I do have folders for my personal emails just for specific things like pay slips and... Mm stuff that I need to keep for tax time and that kind of thing yeah uh, for savvy no I don't but I, I should yeah I was I'm gonna just, say just sitting I... here thinking about all the things that I can do <laughs> to make it better <laughs> see and that's why we're not saying we're perfect at this we're saying that we are all, always working towards being better at it so again I actually don't use this tip for savvy but I use it for other clients' emails and my business email and my personal email. So I might relate it to my, my business email, my personal business. Any invoices, any sales that come through the website, they go automatically into my manufacturing folder, my sampling folder, my sales folder, anything like that. I don't need to look at it. It's an invoice that I'm keeping for tax time. I've obviously made the purchase. (laughs) I know how much it was. It can just go in and then I um, I do basically what Sharon does is every end of month, I get all of my tax stuff all ready so that anytime, like I can just, it's already done. So I don't have to spend a lot of time at the end of the year or anything. So all of those invoices and stuff go into the folder and it's a filters guys. So what happens is when you use a filter or a rule, as soon as it comes into email box, it doesn't stay in your inbox. It goes directly into that folder that you need it to go into. 
So I actually know that we have some savvy clients who are subscribers to the podcast or in our blog. And what they do is they have a savvy folder in their inbox. So every time they get that, it goes directly in their savvy folder. So then when they're working on their business development, they go directly to that folder. So it doesn't clog up their inbox because it's stuff that they do want to review and do, but it goes directly to the folder for when they can focus on it, which is handy. What are you thinking? She's got her thinking face on for everyone who can't see her in the podcast. I don't know if I like the idea of it not coming into my inbox first. You can see that there's an unread email though in the folders. But my system, I would have to change my system because if there's something <laughs> that I still need to action, my strategy is to just leave it unread. Yeah. So then I would have all these unread emails already in the folders. And then mm. when I get a new one, it would also be unread. And how would I know that it was new if I mm. um, keeping track of all the numbers? Yeah. So you would probably need to redo your unread. I'd need a whole new system. system. Yeah. Mm. See, I don't like keeping things as unread because in my organization, typically if it's unread, it's actually unread. <laughs> and that means that I haven't been keeping up with my inbox because I hate a really high unread number. <laughs> I'm one of those people. It gives me anxiety. You know what this reminds me of? Um, a lot of our clients use carbon mm -hmm. and doesn't, I could be wrong, but doesn't carbon import your emails and sort them by client or something? Yeah, you, you can set it up to do that. And so I was going to say my partner, because he gets so many, he does that with his clients as well, where he goes through them and he does look at them every day, but he just leaves it kind of goes they go into the client folder so he knows the client has emailed them but it doesn't jumble up his actual email box which again is his tool for running his business mm -hmm. not just working in his business so yeah. he just gets it out so he does the same thing where if there's something unread well it needs to be actioned it needs to be categorized if it's urgent not urgent if someone else can do it that kind of thing so there's a couple different ways you can do it, but it's one tool that you can use as the filters to clear mm -hmm. out your inbox kind of thing. You can also, I don't know if you've got this coming up at all, but um, I guess it kind of fits in with this topic is if you, similar to carbon, if you don't use carbon, but you use a different project management mm -hmm. software, like we use teamwork. Mm. there's a there's a browser extension where you can actually or like a gmail extension where you can create a task in your project management app from like directly from gmail yes so when you get an email um instead of opening it or you can open it read it and then you can just click the button at the top that says you know, the name of your project management app. And you can create a task, add a little note for yourself, set a due date for it, and then it's amazing. deal with it on the day when you need to deal with it. Yeah, I use it all the time for multiple different businesses. And yeah, you're right. It's a great way of tying both systems together. Mm. Um, yeah, highly suggest that for bookkeepers. And I think we mentioned that in last episode as well, didn't we? Yeah, yeah yeah we did I think we did we have yeah. talked about it recently it must have been last episode yeah so that is a really good tool and um so in my browser because I use ClickUp I use Teamwork I use mm -hmm. HubSpot I can actually make the tasks from my email into all of them which is really really handy um and you, you can even do um, Google Sheets from your e emails as well, which is pretty cool. I found out the other day. Yeah, you have to get, um, it's another downloadable addition, like add on to your browser. I just found it. Mm. Yes. That's cool. Yes, I, it was a mistake actually. <laughs> <laughs> That's something that, again, 
we don't do it perfectly. And that's definitely something that I should do more often. I don't, and I don't know why, but if I created tasks from my emails, instead of leaving them as unread, then I could get rid of the emails. Exactly. Yeah, I should, I should use yes. that more often. Yes. Great tip. Great tip for everyone. <laughs> my next one is something that we have talked about multiple times and something that we're really big at Safi. Oh yeah. Is use templates stop writing the same thing over and over guys just stop it saves you so much time by just having a template <laughs> it's crazy i've got a little trick as well yes um if you send an email to someone mm -hmm. and you know that it's something that you're going to need to turn into a template because multiple people are going to ask this question mm -hmm. Do the tip from the last tip and use your email to create a task to create a template later if yes. you need to. Love it. Love it. No, and it's so handy. Like on any given day, some days I will send over 100 emails as follow-ups mm. to clients. I care about all of our clients, but guys, I can tell you most of them are all done by templates. <laughs> and it's not because I don't care it's that I want to make sure that I can get to all of our clients and I do personalize every single email but it's still off of a, a specific template that is about what we're talking about and to be honest a lot of people require the same information anyway exactly Exactly. And it just, it saves so much time. I'm always about, you know, if it saves you 30 seconds or a minute in writing one email, imagine how much time that adds up. So for me, I say 30 seconds when I'm doing a hundred emails, that 30 seconds really adds up. Mm. <laughs> so imagine if you, you take a bit longer, cause I do write emails very quickly let's say it takes you five minutes to write an email back to a client. Hmm. If you do just, let's say three of those emails a day, that's 15 minutes a day, five days a week. Imagine how much time you'll save. It's great. Use yeah. templates. And because we're so passionate about this, I've even started to share some of my templates with you guys on our website. So now we have email templates that you can just grab and then use. And it's you can great. customize them to your business and then save them in your whatever email app you use. And Exactly. It's awesome. Give it a go, guys. You'll start loving it. <laughs> Stop loving it. <laughs> I promise. <laughs> My next tip is squeeze in mindless email tasks and downtime. So I do this a lot as well. So sometimes when I have really big call days, I spend a lot of time sitting there listening to the ringtone. Mm -hmm. So sometimes I will have my email up while I'm waiting for the ringtone and I will do little mindless tasks in my email box, like filing and organizing if I haven't been doing it properly, which that happens to all of us. Sure does. It does. And it, it, you know, again, it's only, you know, typically three rings, but three rings times, let's say 30 calls a day, it adds up and you get some stuff done. Yeah. And I know sometimes you do mindless tasks during, um, I know you do it sometimes during our co-working sessions when I'm talking <laughs> and you don't yep. need to listen to me. Yep. <laughs> yes. Um, when do you do, when else do you do some mindless email tasks when you're multitasking? It's not just email tasks, but I'll do other yeah. mindless things like, uh, you know, just any kind of copy and paste admin tasks, yes. basically mm -hmm. anything that requires clicking and no brain. Mm-hmm. Can be done. Yeah. Yeah. It's I just guess. really handy. Yeah. I yeah. do do it during co-working. I know you do. <laughs> Everyone else does too sometimes because I'll ask you a question and you'd be, hmm? Yeah. Oh, you're talking to me now? <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, 
yeah, yeah. the other the other time that I would do that, we were actually just talking about this before, mm-hmm. um, is if you're watching like a webinar or something or mm. learning and, you know, they're talking about something that's maybe a little bit off topic or doesn't need your full attention, mm-hmm. just be filing in the background. Yeah. And that's, you know, I'm planning on doing that today. I have a webinar that I think is supposed to go for an hour and a half. And I already know a lot about this topic, but I want to make sure that I'm really up to speed with all the new things. So I'm planning on using my two screens. One, I'm going to be doing some mindless filing tasks, and then I'm still going to have my full attention to the, to the actual webinar. But on things that I already know, I'm just going to do some little mindless things. And it, for people who have the 2000 emails in your inbox. Oh, that's a great time. You can take that time to go through and do, you know, focus on just doing one page. Yeah. Organizing one page on your email. It Once you do that little bit every little while, then you'll have a beautiful inbox. Another great time. And one of the, probably the main time that I do that kind of thing is if I have, miraculously done everything that I needed to for today <laughs> yes. or, or I've done most I've, I've just finished a big thing and the next thing that I would work on would also take a lot of time but mm. it's just before lunch or it's just before I'm finishing for the day and I've got maybe 10 minutes maybe 20 minutes maybe oh, half yes. an hour and I don't want to start on another big thing yeah so I just do some filing through like 20 minutes and I do the same and it's the really my day. it makes you feel really accomplished at the end of the day when mm. you finish off doing it that way yeah it also makes the next day when mm. you begin so much more relaxing because all this stuff is now organized agreed agreed our next tip is create searchable email subjects So this is when you are emailing a client and just like you would, when we were talking about the other day in the last episode, how we were talking about naming conventions for your documents, you do naming conventions in your email subjects. This way you can easily find when they reply to you and it's filed in a folder, you can easily find where it is because you can just search what should be searched. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like maybe the client's name and then the financial year and the bass or something like that. You can easily find it. It helps you and it helps them as well because they can easily read the subject, know exactly what you're going to be talking about, open it, action it, file it, they can find it later and you can find it later. It makes things really handy. I like that and I love it when it works. Mm. And sometimes it doesn't work mm. because they'll reply to you, but with a different email thread. I know. And then it's broken up into five different email threads and you have to try and figure out which section of it was the right. That just really bugs me. Yeah. So this one or- is a thing that works if both people do it yeah (laughs) yeah try it it might work it might not work if it does work it's going to be great if it doesn't work oh well at least you tried exactly um the other thing that makes that a bit more difficult for me is sometimes I'll get an email from a client and then I have to email Angie to ask about something before I email back the client and then I have this email with Angie and this email yeah. from the client and I have to try and reply to like the right person in oh the I always get thread. so nervous about oh. that sometimes I end up emailing myself instead by accident <laughs> hitting reply too many times no yeah, it's it's definitely happened. if it works awesome but it's definitely one that this is an ongoing thing to work on but if that, it starts that working, did actually it makes happen it really... to me last week. I, I think did it was it? last week. I accidentally emailed myself instead of a client. And then I emailed her again. I was like, yeah, so I sent this email to me instead of you. That's why you <laughs> didn't get it. Oh, that's funny. And that does happen when you get so many chains going mm, on. It yeah. does happen. I don't think there's a way to fix that chain that. thing. But 
sometimes it's just going to get it, out of we hand. Will let but if, know. yeah, if the, if it's for smaller things that aren't going to be a huge long thread, mm. or if everybody's like sending the- reports, like sending mm. reports, for example. Um, you know, typically you can send the report with your meeting link if it's going to have a meeting, but actually say what it is so that you can search it later. Yeah. Yeah. The next one is something. Yeah. I really, yeah. uh, Well, I'm really good at it. Sometimes, some Mm. days I'm going to be very honest. Some days I'm really onto it and some days I'm not. So The tip is turn off notifications and close your email tab to focus on your actual work. This way, email can be non-existent while you are trying to do your work. (laughs) I think I know what uh, argument against this would be. Mm -hmm. That if you're working on something for a client, you need to have your email open so you can access the information that's in your emails. But counter argument, create the task in your project management app from email. So all the information from the email is in your project management task. And then you don't have to have your email open when you're doing your tasks. Yes. And I would go one step further. So days that I do this, I have our CRM HubSpot open so I can still access the client's information without actually looking at my inbox. So I do it one step further. And you know what, guys? It works. (laughs) Yeah. The days when I turn the emails off completely, they're good days. Yeah. And I'm also (laughs) talking about turning the emails off notifications off on your phone and Mm. on your computer because if you turn off on your computer but not your phone your phone is still telling you you're getting emails that's still distracting if not more distracting than when it's on your actual computer so you have to do both and you can time block it to do it on your phone yes my work emails I have them come through to my phone but there's no notifications on them. Yes. And it's the same app because it's with Gmail. It's the same mm-hmm. app where I have my personal Gmail. So if I go into the app, it always just shows me my personal one and I have to switch out of it to go to the savvy one. So I, will I have only... to be actively wanting to check the exactly. email. Exactly. Yeah. If I don't want to check my savvy email on my phone, I don't know that it's even there. Exactly. But if I do need to check it on my phone, then I can. But it's yeah. my choice. Exactly. It never and tells me to do it. It really is amazing how much more focused you can be and more productive you can be when you're not getting those notifications. Because again, just because you get an email doesn't need mean you need to reply right away. Mm-hmm. Yes. But it does distract you right away. It does. And as you see that little red icon come up the top. Yes, absolutely. The next tip is one that is super easy and again can be a mindless task but many of us forget to do it quite often <laughs> is going through and emptying your junk mail or trash so does gmail do this automatically after 30 days it does but for us sometimes important emails like for me anyways Sometimes for Mm. some reason or another, our clients' emails have been flagged as junk. And so it goes into trash. Mm. So I have to actively check it once a week. Yeah, that's a good point. Actually, if you delete something, I know, I think in Outlook, I'm not Mm -hmm. sure about Gmail, but in Outlook, if you delete an email from your junk mail folder, Mm-hmm. it's permanently deleted yes. it doesn't yes. go to trash so not just check your trash but check your junk mail folder mm-hmm. specifically or spam yes. folder yeah yeah um, that is a good point because some of our client emails have been going to spam lately yes. for some reason i and i don't know why and it's always the really important reply that mm. they're like why haven't you gotten back to me i'm like i don't yeah. know what you're talking about and then yeah. i check my junk and i'm like ah. Uh, that's what you're talking about. Yeah, I so why it does that. I don't know why it does that either, but I do, I have been noticing it's been getting a bit worse. Hmm. So I check it. I used to only check it once a month, 
but now I check it once a week. And again, it's one of those tasks I do when I'm waiting on the phone. It's a very easy thing to check it and then I empty it. Yeah. Makes it very easy. So that way you don't miss a really important email just in case. My last tip is unsubscribe. <laughs> this is a big one, guys. And this is also usually the reason why people have the 2000 plus emails is you haven't unsubscribed to emails. Yeah. Just a reminder, your business email is for business. <laughs> <laughs> I am ruthless at unsubscribing yes. for things. I, I and I, you say. always say ruthless. So I actually wrote down in my notes, be ruthless, ruthlessly yeah. unsubscribe. <laughs> yeah. Be ruthless about it. If you, I, I mean, I sign up for all kinds of things. Like I want to get this checklist about this random thing. And so of course you have to give your email to be mm -hmm. able to do that. And then they start emailing you every day and it's like, well, your checklist wasn't actually that helpful. I already knew all of the stuff. Your content in your emails isn't great. Unsubscribe immediately. Yeah. If, or if somebody, if you're getting emails from some, whatever, some business regularly and you don't open them or you don't read them or you don't care about what the contents are, unsubscribe. Unsubscribe. I'm mm. one of those people. I have a rule in my house that if I don't wear a piece of clothing and for I don't use something in a year, I get rid of it. Yeah. It's just a thing. I have a similar rule with my emails. If I don't refer to an email that's a subscription email in a month to three months, one quarter, I unsubscribe. Because mm. it typically means I'm never going to do it. <laughs> if I don't do it once in a quarter, you're not going to do it, guys. Just unsubscribe. Sometimes I'll read them and they're just not useful. Yeah. And eventually... Uh, and my I'm thing like, is I'm you can always resubscribe. You can always resubscribe if you change in the future. Or like some of our savvy members, you can put it in a folder and then check it when you want to. I yeah. do that with some of mine because I do that too. yeah, I have a lot of subscriptions in my personal for personal development and business development. Mm. That I do on my own time. And I do that when I have time. I'm not looking at it every week. So I just have that filter where it goes in. And then when I have time, I look at it simple but I get it out of my inbox mm. if you yeah. aren't going to do that though just unsubscribe though mm. <laughs> yep awesome so they won't mind yeah yeah so this is basically our tips so I thought I'd go through because we actually added a tip that I forgot to put in that Maya added in so it's 12 tips just to do our round in a recap tip number one Reframe the way you think about your inbox. Number two, process your email once or twice a day. Number three, delete first. Number four, use the one minute rule. Number five, organize your inbox with labels, folders, and categories. Number six, create tasks directly from your inbox. Number seven, use templates. Number eight, Squeeze in mindless email tasks in downtime. Number nine, create searchable email subjects. Number 10, turn off notifications and close email tabs to focus. 11, empty your trash and check your junk mail spam periodically. And the big number 12, unsubscribe. <laughs> Do you have anything else that you think we should add into there? Um, if you get emails from a place where you don't want to get any email emails from anymore and they don't have an unsubscribe button on their email. Yes. Cause this happens to you. Email them. Yes. Just reply to the email and say, I want to unsubscribe and there is no unsubscribe button. Please unsubscribe me. Yes. Cause that does happen to you a it lot does. with a lot of the subscriptions of like running a bookkeeping business actually, isn't it? It's usually the bookkeeping subscriptions. Yeah. 
We were getting some emails from Receipt Bank and I couldn't figure out how to turn yeah. them off. Love it. Beautiful. I've added that to the list. So when we create the blog, that will be available for everyone in our actual blog um, database, resource database in our website. Um, if you guys do want to have the blogs continually sent to you, you can sign up. And if it gets annoying, put it in a folder. You can check it later, <laughs> like we just taught you. Um, but we will be doing a blog with that. And we will be writing all of these tips in the blog so that you guys can easily access it every once in a while. Like we mentioned in the last episode, these are a lot of tips. You don't need to do them all at once. Try one and see how it goes and then try the next one and see how it goes. Like we said, we aren't perfect at email management. We're constantly working on it. So go through these and start actioning them and see how it goes. If something doesn't work for you, like the one, um, the folders one doesn't really work for Maya the way that she does them, then don't do it. <laughs> do another way of organizing things. Yeah, or just, yeah play around with things and yeah. see what you like and see what you don't like. Yeah. Have fun. But with there it. is always a way to make it easier. Yes. You just have to figure out what it is for you. Agreed. Agreed. So what I'm going to be doing for this podcast, uh, podcast, uh, podcast episode, if I can speak is in our actual description on our savvy website of this podcast episode, I am going to be including the pricing. I'm sorry, not pricing the priorities masterclass which is all about the time blocking and we talk a lot about that um, the email blocking and management in that masterclass as well so I'd highly suggest to check that out I'll also have a links to all of our email templates which are super handy to minimize all of your work with your emails and then have some extra blogs and podcasts that Maya have done has done in the past in regards to you know having bookkeeping performance goals that will help and coincide with your email management as well so lots of little gifts for you in there this episode <laughs> but um yeah have you know just remember your email box is a tool don't let it run your life and don't let it become such an anxiety issue that every day you look at it and you start feeling overwhelmed find out what it is is making you feel overwhelmed about your email box see what tip can be done to help minimize it and then work on it mm. like i always say or at least for the last few episodes i've said don't think you have to try to implement all of these things at the same time pick one thing Yes. Do that one thing. See if it works. See if it doesn't. Try to find a way to make it work for you. And then pick something else. Just one thing at a time. Absolutely. What is like out of these ones, what is the one thing you're going to work on? Uh, I'm definitely going to start creating tasks from emails the, the one tip that I added is the thing that I don't do and I really should that's why you added it because you know it's something yeah. that needs to be done yeah, yeah so I'm going to start doing that and I think if I do that then I can also implement the folders mm, yes because I won't have to have unread emails to remind me Agreed. I can create a task from them and then I can use folders. So there'll be the two and in that order, start creating tasks for my emails and then I'm going to look into using the folders a bit better. Yeah, I already do a couple of these, but what I'm gonna do is definitely work on the tasks because a lot of the things are tasks that I can put in our client relationship app as well, like our CRM. Mm. and in our actual task management app. So I'm going to work on doing the tasks directly from the email box instead of sometimes I manually do it or yeah. anything like that. And that, again, that's just wasting time. So mm -hmm. that's definitely going to be my, my. So we're uh, both going to work on the same thing. Yeah. Yeah. Funny that, isn't that? Yeah. yeah. Awesome. So that's a good tip. 
I would, it is a good tip, Maya. (laughs) So I would love to know what you guys are going to work on from this episode as well. So please feel free to email us and let us know because it's definitely something everyone always needs to work on it. So it'd be really interesting to see what is the top priority for everyone as well to see also if we're all in the same boat or not. So Hope you guys have liked this organization series that we've just finished. As always, it is going to be in blogs version as well, so that you can actually use the blog and, you know, have more written ways of all the tips that we've been talking about. And if you guys have any questions or you want us to go further into one of the topics or anything like that, feel free to email us savvy at the savvybookkeeper.com.au. You get Maya right away and then we can actually If I'm create... being naughty and having my emails <laughs> open during the day, you yes. will get me right away. Yes, yes. And we will be able to work it in and create an episode for you since we do this all for our listeners. Awesome. Thank you so much for joining me again, Maya. I love having you joining me. It makes me feel not so alone. Yeah, no, it's fun. It's always fun, especially when we get to nerd out. Yes. Uh, Agreed. Agreed. We're very good at it. Beautiful. Well, I hope everyone has a fantastic day. And yeah, make sure you join our Facebook group, I Heart Bookkeeping, and um, tell us what what tip from today's episode is going to be the one you're working on first until next time though stay safe sane and savvy thank you for listening to the bookkeeper's voice we'll be back next week so subscribe to future episode notifications do you want to be more efficient get instant access to our free template of the month visit thesavvybookkeeper.com.au slash freebie. Would you love to connect with other Savvy Bookkeepers to get support and ideas? Join the Savvy Bookkeeper Facebook group. Do you need help with pricing, marketing, web design or business planning? Visit thesavvybookkeeper.com.au to see our services. Until next time, stay savvy.